1: Should you be concerned about your Social Security benefits? It seems like the numbers just keep changing and campaign promises are adding even more confusion to the mix. But we'll try to help sort all of that out today. Plus, do you ever feel like retirement seems like the longest game of Would You Rather ever? If you do, stick around because we'll play a few games coming up a little later on. Thanks for joining us today. Um, save your retirement with Pat Struby If you do have questions for us today about Social Security, your retirement accounts, or your income in retirement, you can always reach out to 803-9-RETIRE to learn a little bit more about Pat's five-step retirement review process, or check us out online at retirewithpat.com. And with that, Pat, we've been talking a little bit about what it's like parenting right now. And... Uh, I saw this post the other day, and I I thought of you and Janelle. Being a parent is like jumping out of a plane with a bunch of people who don't know how to open their own chutes. So you fly around doing it for them. Then you hit the ground, but you don't die. You have to get up and cook dinner. Is that not, is that not life right now with kids?
0: That's, that's pretty great. Obviously a little more so for Janelle than myself, but yes, (laughs) that's so good.
1: Uh, I mean, they're, they're so great, but oh my gosh, they just, uh, kids are, are, are a lot when you're trying to work from home and deal with all these things, but you guys got to get away for a little bit, not too long ago, little mountain escape for the family.
0: We did. I had an advisor friend on the other side of the country and he told me about this kind of working vacation and what he did is he brought all his stuff for work and of course he can do phone calls and zoom meetings from anywhere. and he would work in the mornings and then as a family, they would go out and do things in the afternoons and the evenings. I thought, what a great idea. So this was our first ever working vacation. Mm-hmm. We, we were up in the mountains in the Maggie Valley, North Carolina area, and um, I found a great deal on a home that's like on top of a mountain. The views were spectacular. So we were, you know, I was working in the mornings, we were um, waterfalling and doing hikes and things Mm -hmm. in the afternoon. But the one thing, it was was a great week, but the one thing I had to tell you about, Jen, was I found a place, and I love these types of places. It's called Santa Land, and it was built in 1966, and I'm not sure how much it's been maintained since then but it was so fun like my Gabby and Isla are 4 and 5 and it was heaven on earth i yeah. mean it was literally just all these cheesy like and everything everywhere they turned daddy look at that mommy look oh at gosh. that look at that and they had like these, and there was no one else there so they could just do the ride over and over and over again we
1: owned it it
0: was so it was so fun yeah it was it was just the best day
1: Oh, my gosh. I love it. And I bet they did love feeling like they just owned that place because that's what it's like right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, and the thing is that Isla, we're still training Isla up on her manners, but Gabby's got it down pretty well. So there was this (laughs) one ride. I I know you can picture it from, like, a fair or something where there's probably, like— 10 cars on it and they just go in circles yes right like right. And they, so that you pick out a car and you sit in it and it goes for a minute and it stops and you get off and you go back in line well there's no line and there's no one else riding it so mm-hmm. literally they would ride the car for like two minutes the lady would run it longer she would turn it off gabby would run up to her and say could we ride it again please oh my and the lady would say sure there's no one else here <laughs> so they were like rotating cars every two minutes and it was like for an hour it was oh incredible they were so I, happy
1: <laughs> i love the manners i love yeah. the oh, asking you know, I the too. question oh know did oh Good job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're still working on the second one. I'll let well, you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: that 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 could be a work in progress. I'm sure she'll get there. She's just a few steps behind her sister, right? Just a That's couple right. steps behind. That's right. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, love that you guys were able to get away for a couple days, energize and, and just relax and, and those types of things when you have a little bit of a vacation or a holiday and a little bit of a different kind of holiday that I want to talk about here for just a second. I'm
2: providing a payroll tax holiday to Americans earning less than $100,000 per year.
1: Pretty huge. That was President Trump. He, He did sign this executive order back a couple months ago, and it defers Social Security payroll taxes from paychecks until the end of 2020. And I know there's still a lot of questions here about how it will be implemented or, or how exactly this is going to work. The goal behind it is to put a little extra money into workers' paychecks. So, you know, seems like a good idea, Pat, to have a few extra dollars in our paychecks right now. But there's a consequence as well when you look at those not going into Social Security. How much more of a strain can the Social Security system take?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is uh, an interesting one because, first of all, we don't really know, um, you know, if it's all going to be paid back. No one really knows exactly how it's going to be handled. And, and this answer is not political in any way. This purely, I'm going to purely answer your question, Jen, which is <laughs> how much more strain can Social Security take? And, and my my feeling all along is it absolutely cannot take anything more. It's not prepared to handle what we've given it right now people throw around this idea of a social security trust fund. Uh, but if there's a huge vault of this $2 trillion of a trust fund, if you if you actually found it and you opened it up, there'd just be a little slip of paper that says IOU from the federal government because there's no, there's no money in a vault, right. you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so, um, so we've got major, major problems with social security, which is a huge deal because it doesn't matter, you know, unless you're independently wealthy, even our wealthiest clients, they care about getting their social security that they've been paying taxes into their whole life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I want to talk a little bit about those who've been paying into it for a long time, because for people like me and for you, Pat, who we're still a few years off from retirement, that's a whole different conversation about what's going to be available and how it's going to look. But if you're retiring soon and planning to start taking those benefits soon, talk a little bit about just how much you can count on those in the future.
0: Yeah, I think to me, Jen, can you count on Social Security in the future? I would think of a couple of things. One is uh, if you're close to retirement or retired, I think the benefits, you can count on them. The question is, will you actually see all the benefit? And what I mean by that is um, one of the things that can be done that I expect to happen sooner rather than later is raising tax, how much of your social security is taxed, uh, is added to your taxable income. So uh, that allows a politician to say, well, we didn't cut your social security. But in the end, you're actually, you're ending up with less of it, right? That would be a nasty effect that I absolutely think will happen. One of the biggest fears we have that I've seen other authors throw out is something we call means testing, which just means that if you have either a certain income over a, th- over a certain threshold or uh, assets of a certain size, that they would start reducing your benefits and say, hey, this is really meant for people that don't have as much. And uh, a lot of our clients, they do not they do not think of themselves as wealthy. They think of themselves as hard workers who have saved and accumulated. And the last thing they want to do is, you know, having paid Social Security for all those years, and now they start losing it. So those are things that are on our mind. Uh, there are ways we think we can plan for those types of things. And it's important. And that all comes back to some of the planning we talk about time and again, which is having a written retirement income plan, and then also thinking about the tax planning as well and how much of that's gonna be taxable when you hit retirement. Those are two pieces of what we call the five-step retirement review. Uh, We offer that to all of our listeners all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that's 803-9-RETIRE. Obviously, things are crazy these days. Uh, we have some of those meetings in person. Uh, we have some by Zoom, and we have some by phone call. All you have to do is let us know uh, what is most comfortable for you. That number, again, is 803 803- 9 nine retire.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with preservation specialists and I'm Jen Rizak alongside and as we talk a little bit about this payroll tax holiday and what it could do to social security. I think one of the other things the president has said is he's asked the Treasury Department to look and see if it's possible to make that a permanent change to where they are giving that money back to people and they're not taking that up for payroll taxes. Now, of course, they'd have to come up with something else for for what to put in Social Security. But, you know, you hear a lot of rhetoric and promises during an election year about this kind of stuff, right? Taxes and Social Security and health care. How much should that rhetoric and the campaign promises that we hear, how much should that really influence our retirement plan?
0: Well, I think that's a great question, Jen, because the election year uh, brings up all kinds of promises or just discussion, right, about important topics uh, that affect our finances. And, And what comes to mind to me is we always need to remember that there are things we can control and there's things that we can't. And we really have to understand the difference between those. Um, So we can't control what taxes are going to look like in the future, but we can plan. We can try to determine what that's going to be and be smart about planning for it. Uh, We can't control what is gonna happen with Social Security in the future, but we can be wise and consider what might happen. is uh, a great example. Um, certainly every election <laughs> period, you know, there, there's a huge fight over what healthcare should look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need to be thinking about those things. And that's, again, you know, my my boring answer is, having a plan gives you a starting point. And that's one of the, we think is just a, a tremendous value because you know you have somewhere to go. And, and also, of course, by hiring a planner, you have someone to talk to about those
1: things. Right, and and you know, there there is just so much uncertainty right now and we'll get through this and then we'll start to get some answers after we get through this election cycle and and start to see how things are going to shape up here But with the future of Social Security being rather uncertain, and I think that's the case, no matter who ends up winning in November, and fewer people have private company pensions, that makes a lot of people have a lot of questions about their income in retirement. What advice do you have to help people make sure they're saving enough and they're investing the right way for their retirement?
0: Yeah, if you're not retired yet, um, two things that I think can provide you tremendous help. One is Having the first draft of a written retirement income plan because what that shows you is where are you today? Where are you trying to get to? And are you on track? And if it shows there's a gap there, then at least you know you have an understanding of that. You can say, okay, well, maybe I need to save more, or maybe I need to work longer, or maybe spend less in retirement. You know, there's different ways to solve that problem, but that lets you know ahead of time. And you certainly don't want to be surprised at retirement. And then the second part is how should you be investing? You have you know, when you're younger, um, you have a long time period to deal with. That's very different than as you get closer and closer to retirement. And so that's, uh, many people, uh, authors have said that's actually the most challenging time is transitioning from the younger investor into the retiree and how to figure out how to make that transition in between. That's actually a time when many people hire us, Jen, because it's such a difficult time. And rather than go it alone, why not work with a team that has done it over and over and over again? And that's one of the things we love to do for people Um, and that's why we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation to get started call 803-9-RETIRE and once again we know things are crazy right now that can be in person that can be over the phone that can be by zoom whatever you're most comfortable with that number again is 803-9-RETIRE
1: this is save your retirement with pat Struby. we'll be back
3: And the winner of the 2020 presidential election will be not a clue. I have no idea. If I had a crystal ball, I could tell you, but I don't. So I can't. And neither can anybody else. Look, this is Glenn Beck. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, nor do they. And that is what the stock market is all about. And with a volatile election series, you are putting a lot up for risk. They don't know what's going to happen in November. Nobody does. But here's what I do know you need to help yourself be prepared for whatever happens. You can do that by calling Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists right now. They've helped people just like you retire in election years, down years, up years, blue years, red years. They are prepared for whatever comes next, and they can help you be prepared too. So call them now, 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-973-8473. Preservation Specialist,
2: 803-9-RETIRE. Glenn has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kayla's Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists and he's author of the book Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to check him out there. And a lot of people have the same major concern, the same fear outliving your savings if that keeps you up at night you're not alone because it's a huge concern for a lot of people so we're about to share some of the ways to help address some of the biggest money concerns that people have about retirement so pat let's start by talking about some of the things you hear from your clients what are some of the biggest concerns they have about their future and their retirement
0: yeah, I mean, those kind of come and go a little bit and things get more or less important to people over time, I think, Jen, based on election cycles and you know markets and interest rates and things. But I, I think the ones that I have heard time and again throughout my career, the biggest one always has to be the fear of outliving our savings or running out of money. I think one of the big ones, especially as you get into retirement, is the concern of declining health and the unknowns about the out-of-pocket expenses there. And then, you know, when thinking about our money specifically, you know, one of the constant conversations is on the fear of the stock market falling or crashing. And then uh, one that's maybe been more popular lately is the fear of taxes going up, you know, as we see the government debt escalate. Uh, those are the ones that kind of come to mind immediately.
1: Yeah. And, and those are very valid concerns for a lot of people, I would say, Pat. And when we think about that big overarching fear about outliving your savings, just that is a concern in general. Is it because fewer people have pensions today and so we, we've got to do a little bit more work on our own? What, what really makes that top the list for a lot of people?
0: Yeah, that's you're exactly right, Jen. I mean, um, retirement, uh, of course, hundreds of years ago, there was no such thing. You know, and it was yeah. kind of invented <laughs> at some point. Um, and and you know, uh, a generation or two ago was kind of the sweet spot where so many people retired and they had a pension and social security, and no one had to worry about managing investments or worrying about living too long or anything like that. Well, now today, that's completely different. And when we look at the biggest challenge of retirement planning today is we all have a certain amount of stuff. And whether that's Social Security benefits, whether that's a 401k, maybe even if you have a pension, we all have a certain amount of stuff. So, that's a defined amount of resources. However, we have to cover an undefined amount of time. No one knows how long they're going to live. And so, it's totally different than saving for your kid's college, for example. Now, obviously some kids go more than four years. I went four and a half actually, so I can't even, you know, tease anyone about that. But of course, you know, college is a certain amount of time, generally speaking. Retirement could be, you know, uh, it could be five months, it could be 40 years. I mean, we just, we have no idea. And so that is a huge problem because longevity and the fact that things get more expensive over time and that compounds, that that combination just has enormous risk and danger to it. And it's something that, It shouldn't be taken lightly, but that's hopefully the value of the planning is to relieve people of a lot of that fear and stress.
1: Well, and and I think when you talk about longevity and just how long your retirement might last, that is such a huge unknown, a huge thing to try to work around. And you go in and you read all of these different numbers that tell you how much you should be saving for retirement. I mean, I I saw you see all sorts of estimates. Is it a million dollars? Is it three million dollars? I mean, how do you know if you've saved enough so you won't outlive your money?
0: Yeah, the um, I think there's an appeal to there being a magic number, right? Uh, like, okay, now I hit this number, so I know I'm good to go. Yes, right. Um, that's you know, it's that's it's not that simple, of course, because and of course, everyone's number would have to be different because we have you know the range of our clients and you know the amount of income they take in in retirement is enormous, you know, because every we all live differently, right? And um and so and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. So it's it's a matter of building your plan for you. So how do you make sure you have enough? to me that very first step it always 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 comes back to the written retirement income plan because what it's gonna do is it's gonna we're gonna put all your resources in there and then we're gonna put in what you want the result to be Mm -hmm. and if they match then you're in great shape, you know. Uh, so that's that's the first step. And then if there's a if there's a gap there, we can address that. And then the second piece that I would say is, and this is where things are more complicated nowadays. Which almost everyone that we talk to, uh, because it's it's where where we help people, um, they have some type of nest egg, and they need to create some kind of income from it. You know, that's not every client of ours, but uh, certainly the most most of them it is. Hey, I've worked my whole life. I've got this 401k. How do I turn that into retirement? that's easier said than done. And so the second piece is, how are you going to create that income? And, you know, we don't have time right now to, to cover every single piece of that. But the bottom line is, you can't be just hoping for growth, uh, you know, on a stock market investment to cover that you need to have either steady uh, investments that are generating dividends on a regular basis, or you need to be looking at tools like annuities that can create some kind of lifetime income. And that's those are just the options that make sense. And um, there's no, no one perfect way to do it. Um, some people may use one of those. Some may use the other. A lot use a blend. Uh, but that's how it can be done. And so you don't have to worry about, you know, if the stock market drops in half, that your income has to drop in half. Um, that's not the way it has to be. And so that's kind of what we preach and we believe is so important. And it, we've seen it create peace of mind for so many people as they're planning for retirement, or even if they're well into retirement. And uh, that's why we offer our five-step retirement review. And we offer that at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. During that five-step retirement review, that gives you an opportunity to see your first draft of a written retirement income plan and see where you stand. And we hope that has tremendous value. And again, there's no cost for that. All you have to do is call 803 803- 9 retire.
1: Talking today with Pat Strubey. He is with preservation specialists, and I'm Jen Rizak alongside that number. One more time is 803. Nine, retire. And Pat, as we talk a little bit about this challenge of figuring out just how much we need to save for retirement, I I do want to talk a little bit about Social Security and and some of the other decisions to make. But, real quickly, every now and then you see these articles about what it costs to retire comfortably in every state. And just looking at this area and some of the, the surrounding states, they're estimating in USA Today anywhere from nine hundred seventy-five thousand to around a million for roughly South Carolina, Georgia, North Carolina, just just kind of this this tri-state area. Is it ever a safe bet to use something like that as a ballpark for what you need to save, or, or do we really need to to go deeper than that?
0: <laughs> uh, I I, I, can't, I really need to see all the details. It's kind of fascinating <laughs> to me. You know, it's kind of like um, if you take. Mark Zuckerberg and my net worth and you average them together what does it become you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right. kind of it's kind <laughs> of true. ridiculous i just think of we have clients uh, i ha- i have a married couple uh, that is recently retired mm-hmm. um and they have multiple pensions that they've built up um they've been heavy savers they've made great incomes and they spend uh, quite a bit um and it's it's 2 3 times a month more than a lot of our clients wow i also yeah. i also have clients that have saved you know, a few hundred thousand dollars and, um, their lifestyle is simple and they're happy and they spend a fraction of what other clients have. And so saving a few hundred thousand dollars by retirement was fine for them. Mm -hmm. So to me, uh, it's all about what you want and what are you trying to build and where are you trying to get to and we want to we want to help you get there so um, the averages don't matter to us right um, what we're well, all that matters to us is is helping you kind of define what you're looking for and help you get there
1: yeah that makes sense I mean everybody's got different ideas for what they'll be spending and same thing with things like your social security they're they're really it's not a good idea to say well my brother-in-law started taking it at 63 so that's That's when I will, too. That's another area where you need to learn a little bit more about the numbers and when it makes sense to start taking those, right?
0: Yeah, it's funny. Well, you're reminding me of my my mother-in-law, actually, because uh, every human being she comes in contact with, she asks them those things, and then she has to run it by me. So (laughs) uh, (laughs) I hope you're listening, Mom. But, um, yeah, it it, it can be dangerous. Uh, That's one of those things where – We always say the most dangerous terms in finance to follow are absolutes, like Mm. everyone should be invested in stock mutual Mm. funds or no one should should buy permanent life insurance or annuities are always a ripoff. Um, There's probably circumstances in some cases where all those things are accurate, but there's absolutely cases where they're not. Mm -hmm. Um, How do we take – everyone should defer their Social Security. That's absolutely not not the case, and that's where we just believe there's tremendous value in customized – financial planning. And that's why we call our, uh, when someone hires us and we're doing the comprehensive plan for them, we call that a, a our custom built retirement plan, because uh, what's right for your brother-in-law, maybe may the same thing does work for you, but there's a great likelihood that it won't. When you think about all the variations we have, you know, we're all different ages. Um, some are single, some are married. Um, some people have similar ages uh, between being married. Some, there's a big difference. Some of us have one Income source, social security. Some people might have a dozen. They might have multiple 401ks, pensions, all those types of things. We all have, and then we all have different desires when we want to retire, and the income, and and so on and so forth. So that's the value of talking to a retirement planner to help you build it specifically for you. Uh, if you haven't done that yet, call now to get started with us at 803-9 Retire. If you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement, our five-step Retirement Reviews at no cost and no obligation. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
2: Save Your Retirement is more than just a radio show. It's also the title of Pat Struby's best selling book. Order yours today. <laughs> Schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review. Call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the book Save Your Retirement. And one of the things that's likely to weigh heavily on your mind if you're worried about retirement is the cost of health care. And it's no wonder this is a big concern for a lot of people because Fidelity says the average 65-year-old couple can expect to spend $285,000 thousand dollars on health care and retirement. And that doesn't even include the cost of long term care. So obviously something that we really need to keep an eye on. You can see why people are worried about this. But Pat, what are some of the ways we can deal with these health care costs in retirement?
0: It's such a hard topic, Jen. I mean, of course, none of us want to have health problems and right. um, we'd all love to live a long, healthy life and then pass away in our sleep. And not have any kind of extended care needs, um, so it's it's one of those things that's hard to even think about and talk about, but it's reality. And I think uh, certainly every listener right now knows or has known someone who's who's dealt with you know difficult health issues. So we know it's a possibility. That's why it's part of our when we do a uh, retirement plan. There's five areas included, and one is healthcare. And um, I always just say the first step uh, when we're dealing specifically on the retirement angle is. Just to understand there's three categories that we need to be aware of that we may need to plan for. The first one would be if you plan to or if you end up needing to retire prior to age 65 because, uh, unfortunately, we don't always retire uh, based on our choice, right? We can mm-hmm. be downsized right. or have a health right. issue. So if you need health care or if you retire prior to 65 – we need to know uh, will you need to come up with some kind of insurance coverage then, or do you have an employer that has has some type of retiree coverage? That's step number one. Step number two is just understanding that at age 65, Medicare can kick in and we want to make sure you're claiming that properly and looking into if you need supplementation for that. And then the third category, as you mentioned earlier, is long-term care. Just talking through the possibility of if you would need nursing care what that would look like. Can we afford to cover that out of your pocket or do we need to look at other options to try and plan for that?
1: And Pat, let's talk a little bit about Medicare as part of the equation as well. I know it's not going to cover everything, but what does it cover and how do we make sure that we know what's going on there and then can account for the rest of the expenses?
0: Yeah, I always think of Medicare uh, for your health coverage is kind of like Social Security for your retirement income. It's Mm. not going to cover everything, but it's kind of your foundation piece, right? You know you have that, so – generally speaking, there's a few exceptions, but Medicare basically kicks in at age 65. So it's important that you're aware of that. And then that's going to work a lot like health insurance that you've had in the sense that there's a monthly fee for it. And it's going to help with expenses like doctor visits or hospitalization. That's generally how that works. Um, Some people um, just use Medicare. Um, Then you have options like Medicare Advantage or Medicare supplements, uh, which would obviously supplement that benefit. And then the biggest the, I guess the most important thing to be aware of, and this is not uh, – I don't think it's as well known as it should be, is Medicare can provide a little bit of assistance for nursing care costs up to 100 days, but there is no coverage beyond 100 days. And so that's mm-hmm. why the industry calls it long-term care because if you need some type of nursing care for a couple of months – there may not be a lot of out-of-pocket expense there, but what if you need care for a year or three years or five years? Um, any, anyone who's had family or friends go through that, you know that those costs can be astronomical. And so that's what we want to evaluate, because financial planning is not just about trying to grow your money. It's also trying to protect it, and that's part, why that's part of the planning we're, that we're dealing with.
1: Right. And, and just talk a little bit about what so many of us do. I know I have a hard time with this, accepting how my health status might change later on, but it's really an issue if we don't think about that and we just assume the health we have now is what will always be, right?
0: That's right. Um, and I think it's it's certainly fine to hope that we stay healthy. Mm-hmm. It's just not fine that we assume that we'll yeah. stay healthy. Yeah. You know, um, You know, the old expression that I think is perfectly reasonable is hope for the best and plan for the worst. And so that's that's what we would deal certainly deal with with our health. And you know, there's been a lot more research into retirement and retirement finances in the last decade. I would say one of the interesting terms that I've come across is the retirement spending smile. And the idea of that is if you actually map out our, our expenditures in retirement. Um, It looks like a smile because when you first retire, that's when you're youngest and you're healthiest and you can do more things, right? You can go travel the country or do whatever you want to do. And then what happens is over time, we start to slow down and we've done the things we wanted to do, right? That we've been saving for and things like that. So our spending starts to drop. And so in a typical, you know, if we take averages, you know, let's say you retire at 65, maybe it kind of bottoms out at say age 80 in the middle of your retirement. And then it starts to creep up again and then it escalates at the end. So you can kind of see the curve there hopefully. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the smile. Uh, And the reason it's going back up, I'm sure you can gather is because of healthcare expenses. Um, For most people, uh, that's not in the first few years of retirement, it would be in the last few years. So that is just a reality. So the question is, what do we do about it? And that's, One of the trickiest things, you know, I always say there's no one simple answer for any of the things we talk about. Otherwise, we wouldn't need to talk about them, right? (laughs) Right. Uh, But this is one of those that I think is really at the forefront of that because there are no simple answers. Um, Long-term care insurance, uh, when I started 23 years ago, everyone thought that was going to solve everything. And that industry has had huge problems. So a lot of our clients don't believe that's the best option for them. So we need to look at other areas. And there are different types of programs out there. Um, that can help reduce the risk of spending money out of pocket. And it's just about being aware of them and talking through them and figuring out what's a good fit for you. And that's, again, why we always talk about our plans being custom built. It doesn't really matter what works for someone else. We want to make sure it's a good fit for you and for your concerns. And so if you don't have... Uh, if you really don't believe you have a health care plan for your retirement, I would urge you to call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's one of the five areas in our five-step retirement review. We offer that to you today at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you call 803-9-RETIRE, that's designed for those that have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. If it's a little bit easier to just punch in the numbers when you hear that, 803-973-8473 is the number to call or as Pat said, an easy way to remember it is 803- Nine, retire. Pat, let's talk a little bit about long term care and retirement. It's one of those things that you don't want to wait until you need it. So, who needs to be thinking about long term care strategies right now?
0: Well, to me, that's something that you really need to get serious about uh, in your 50s and 60s when you're maybe five or 10 years before retirement. And the reason I say that is, you know, if you're 27, and you're thinking about retirement, it's hard to plan for long-term care because the entire system might might be completely overturned by by that point. As you start getting into that retirement red zone of five to 10 years before retirement, now it's time to get serious and kind of go from the long-term theoretical into like real life thinking about it. And then it's really all about um, thinking through, okay, where do I stand financially And how big of a risk is that? And how much do I want to prioritize it? And uh, the one thing we don't want to do is we don't want to just ignore it. That's the main thing. And some people say, well, the right thing for me to do is just I'm just going to cover it Uh, I'm going to pay it out of my nest egg, and that's okay, but I want to make sure we're actually documenting that as your plan, if that makes sense. That's Mm -hmm. different than just ignoring the problem and dealing with it when it gets there. And so, those are kind of the first steps that we take, is let's talk through all the different ways that that those bills could be paid, and then the pros and cons of each of those, and help you figure out, you know, what type of mixture of strategies is best for you.
1: And, Pat, when we talk a little bit about how people approach this conversation... I'll just share real quickly, my parents always made it very clear that it was very important to them that my siblings, my sister, my brother, and me would be close by as they got older so we could help take care of them. But when my mom started having some health issues and she was being treated for cancer and it came to needing some help, you know, learning how to make sure that the port was clean and and how to to do some of these things, she was sending the three of us out of the room. She's like, I don't want you in here. I don't want you seeing this. So even though that's what she'd been saying this whole time, when it came down to it, it was like, no, I, I do not want you guys in here. Go somewhere else. Do you ever have those kinds of conversations with people who are thinking the kids will be here to help me? My husband will help me. They'll help with this care and when I need it. But when you get there, you have kind of a change of heart. I mean, do you help people recognize there might be a little bit of an evolution for what they're thinking about here?
0: Yeah. And I think that's really well said, Jen. And I think a couple of thoughts I have. One is before getting to discussions with our clients, this is another example of how retirement has completely changed over the decades. Uh, if you think about a couple of generations ago, it was pretty common for maybe the parents to live in the same town yeah. as the kids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as you you specifically hit on that where they were saying, hey, you got to stay close. Well, how often is that now? You know, I've got a client I've worked with for 15 plus years and uh, he actually sold his house and he lives in an RV. And one of the reasons he did that is he has four kids and they live in four corners of the country. Uh, So he lives (laughs) in the RV, but he visits all of them, you know? And so it's, so that's how common is that? It's so common that people are not, you know, living with their parents or close to them. So that's a huge complication. I think when talking with our clients, that is something to discuss. Uh, Sometimes the spouse can provide a great deal of assistance, but of course, there's physical limitations to that. We have a client whose husband uh, needed a tremendous amount of care uh, recently, the last couple of years, uh, and he actually passed away this year. Mm-hmm. And so, I've seen the toll that has taken on his wife because it's been the emotional, mental, and physical drain that goes with that. And that doesn't mean, of course, that uh, she wasn't willing to do it. Right? Right, uh, right. It's just just understanding what those implications are. And so, yeah, I think. There's challenges and there's opportunities with everything, and it's just valuable to talk it all out and help you actually stop and think what is it you want. The other nice thing about it is these are not fun things to think about and talk about. So creating a plan for it means you've already planned for it. You don't have to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's another nice thing about having it done.
1: So, Pat, healthcare, long-term care, clearly one of the big concerns that people have, but also things like Social Security, the idea of outliving your savings. Just talk a little bit about how you can help people address some of those big concerns, because they're all very different, but it's possible to do something about all of them.
0: Yeah, and that's why you know sometimes people ask why five steps, and the answer is is because you need all five. We've mm-hmm. got to have all those things covered, or you don't have a comprehensive plan. Um, and now, if you're not even sure if you have a comprehensive plan, I would strongly encourage you to give us a call, and we can help you see what you have and if you're on track. The number again is 9 retire. That gets you started with your five step retirement review, which is at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement, that number again is eight zero three nine retire
1: we have more coming up on save your retirement but now it's time for today's medicare minute with author and medicare expert tim hanbury
4: have you ever heard of the income related monthly adjustment amount or irma before well don't feel bad most people haven't either irma is a surcharge to the cost of part b and part d premiums for individuals based on their income from two years ago if your income was above $87,000 as a single person, or $174,000 if you're married, you'll receive an IRMA charge. I won't get into all the details, but no IRMA can add about $70 to about $425 per month to your cost depending on your income. So if you have a higher income or sold a property, received a bonus or deferred compensation, you may run into this. Please know there is a process to reduce or eliminate these costs once you're on Medicare. If your income will be less in retirement than it was two years ago, then it makes sense to appeal this charge. Your financial planner can also show you ways to reduce your taxable income prior to retirement, which helps reduce or eliminate these charges before they happen. Please take some time to understand your Medicare options. Medicare, properly designed, would be the best insurance you ever had.
1: Visit Tim's website, medicareblueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
5: Are you approaching retirement or perhaps just retired? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists can help make the transition easier with the five-step retirement review. This plan takes into consideration factors that can drain away your savings, such as inflation, healthcare costs, taxes, and much more. To get started on your five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-9-RETIRE, or check them out online at retirewithpat.com. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. find out more about
2: Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, visit online anytime at retirewithpat.com. That's retirewithpat.com.
1: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And as you very well know, Pat, retirees face a lot of choices when they get to retirement. There are so many options and it's quite a dilemma trying to make a final decision with what you'll do and where you'll go. And then there are all the tough financial questions as well. It's kind of like the longest game of Would You Rather that you'll ever play? I mean, if you think about it, you kind of <laughs> ask yourself that a lot about retirement. Pat, you've played this game, maybe not with your your little kids, but maybe your older kids. you guys play Would You Rather?
0: Yes, absolutely. Okay.
1: So you're familiar with the game, but still, just to get you warmed up, I'm going to do a couple of fun ones before we get serious about retirement. So um, we'll do kind of a fun Would You Rather here to start. Would you rather, Pat... Only be able to use a fork and no spoon or only use a spoon but no fork.
0: Mm. Now, is this for like one meal or is this forever?
1: It's forever. This
0: is forever. Okay. So I'm I'm really painted into a corner with my utensils. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) I know.
0: So that's a good one. I think I I actually have the right answer, Jen. Okay. Okay. Because only having a spoon would be annoying sometimes mm-hmm. but only having a fork would actually exclude things like having cereal with milk on it mm. so i feel like i have to have the spoon because you're a team spoon i'm definitely wow. team spoon i think cuz i mean if you're team fork then you can't have anything that's in a bowl you know that has liquid in it. You know what I mean?
1: You just, Pat, you drink it right <laughs> out of the just bowl. You slurp it out. You absolutely can <laughs> so, do it.
0: So I'm stabbing my cereal with a fork. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, you just drink that cereal right out of the bowl. That's what I would do. I'm team spoon. I, okay. I've yeah. scraped yogurt out with a plastic fork in, you know, I, I can deal with it. So I'd, I'd rather have a fork.
0: Oh, so you're team four. You said Spoon. Okay.
1: Oh, wow. shoot. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm not team Spoon. I'm okay, team four. So, now you've confused me. Okay. So you
0: actually so you actually give the wrong answer. Interesting. Okay.
1: <laughs> wow. That's how it's going to be. All right. I thought it was going to be fun, but now it's not. Okay. Let's do a retirement one. Okay. We'll, we'll start to get into retirement here, Pat. All right. Think about your own retirement and um, pretend like you and Janelle have talked about it. So whatever you say is fine. Would you rather live in an RV... But you have to sleep in a different state every week for the rest of your life, or you're in a house, like you have like a, a beach house or a lake house, and you can't leave that county ever again. You're going all the time, or you're oh, staying wow. all the time. Wow. Which one is it, Pat?
0: It's almost like you pick extremes for this game. Have you noticed that?
1: I did. And that's <laughs> the real game is like that, too, where you it don't is. really want it either is. one of them.
0: <laughs> so I'll I have to ask Janelle this question, um, but I think... I maybe maybe this is crazy, but I think I would pick the RV because um, I just we love the variety of travel when you can and uh, seeing new places, meeting new people. um, I think that would be pretty cool, actually.
1: All right, right. hey, that that's a good one. Okay, let's do one more. Yeah, I think I think I would like the RV also. I I would rather not have to stay put in the same place forever. Um, Now here's another one that I I think maybe nobody really wants. Either one of these, um, Pat. Would you rather retire on a cruise ship or one of your kids' houses? It doesn't matter which kid, but at some point you're going to have to live with one of them in the basement, in the attic, wh- whatever it is that they have. Cruise or with one of the kids, Pat.
0: Um. So I, you'll, you may notice I'm very pragmatic, and I, I am thinking through the logic of each of these, and um. <laughs> I love my family and my wife's family so much and yet when they <laughs> when someone comes to stay in our house it gets tough pretty quick yeah. for me so I couldn't even imagine living in no. in one of my kids houses so no. um yeah I'd I'd uh, let's let's You'd do cruise. the cruise ship and they can We'd, come um, visit
1: you on the cruise it's fine yeah and
0: you got shuffleboard and you yeah. know you just gotta you just gotta exercise because you have to eat like eight times a day that's now, right you know?
1: <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> okay all right well and again they could come visit you but you're yeah. cruising okay you're cruising all right we're playing would you rather today with pat because a lot of our retirement decisions Feel like a big long game of Would you rather? I mean, you think about some of these decisions, Pat. Would you rather take the lump sum or the pension payment? Now, let 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 me have you answer this for yourself first. If you had that decision, would you do the lump sum or the pension? If it was for you.
0: Wow. Uh, well, I don't have this decision, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> so I um, I am a I'm a risk avoider. Uh, when I can, I um, you know we always say you can either accept risk, you can manage risk, or you can try to avoid it, and I'm willing to manage it if I have to, but I love to avoid it. And um, so my thought immediately goes to the incredible number of people with pensions at one time in their life who have either had them reduced or they've lost them because the pension plan has been shut down or gone bankrupt. So I think that uh, it's very common that I've seen clients choose the lump sum and I think that would absolutely be my choice.
1: Okay. Okay. And that's one of those things where it seems like you have more control and as long as you're making the right decisions with how to manage it, It could really work out really well because the other thing to keep in mind, Pat, there are some places where the pension might change or or go away. So if you're relying on those payments and the company goes under, then what, right?
0: Yeah, we have uh, we have a number of clients that have experienced that, and uh, and and not to the worst case scenario. I mm-hmm. mean, you, you hear horror stories of people that are retired and living off of one pension, and then suddenly it stops. Oh, right. I mean, that's a terrifying thought. But I, I'm thinking of a, a married couple right now that that has retired in the last year, and they've worked with us for four or five years, and um, he had. Uh, two pensions, and one of them uh, completely went away. And so he's getting a small percentage of that covered by the federal government. Um, and so that's a huge uh, has a huge effect on their retirement. And uh, sadly, Janet, that's incredibly common because these large corporations realized, the massive cost of these pensions because people are living so long. And uh, so they're all trying to find ways to reduce or just completely eliminate them altogether. So if you have pension benefits and you're going to have a choice, do not take that choice lightly. Make sure you're giving that uh, the thought that it deserves.
1: Right, absolutely. Let me just give out the phone number 8039 Retire is the way you can reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. If you do have questions about some of those decisions, that's 8039 Retire, whether it's about a pension or just income decisions in general in your retirement. 8039 Retire is how you can reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. So, Pat, here's another retirement would you rather? Not as wacky as the Spoon or the fork? <laughs> question, but would you rather pay taxes now or pay taxes later? Is that really a, a choice? Can can we do that either or?
0: <laughs> I love this one so much, Jen, and, and the reason I love it is um, that you know we've we've talked about we were just talking about you know some of these silly choices and talking to Janelle and things like that. Uh, Janelle knows I love that. I love the feeling of being a contrarian in certain circumstances <laughs> and just being going against the flow and. Um, You know, One of the things that the vast majority of people is always trying to do is avoid taxes today, and it's kind of like, well, if I have to deal with it later, then I'll deal with it then, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to worry about it. I have always been concerned about future taxes. I think that our country has uh, an an unbelievable amount of debt, which is very sad that, that our politicians can't control that. Um, I think we have had an enormous amount of stimulus over the years. Um, I think that um, the, uh, what is required to continue Medicare and Social Security is astronomical. And um, I cannot imagine another solution other than taxes increasing. So um, I am very much on, uh, of the belief that I would absolutely pay taxes now, as opposed to paying it later. And we also think that, that we have that conversation with our clients because one of the five areas of planning is tax planning. And uh, it's not that we want anyone to pay too much now, uh, but what can we do to lower the risk of paying more taxes later? Uh, because let's take a hypothetical 20, if the 22% tax bracket now becomes 35% when you're retired and you've put all your money into a 401k, it's going to be taxable. That's a huge problem, right? So those are the kinds of things that we want to make sure we're talking about with people so that they're prepared and hopefully saving a tremendous amount of taxes down the road.
1: And I think it's important to point out with things like taxes – it's an area where you can have more control than you realize. It, it, a lot of times it seems like Pat we just feel like we are we are just subject to whatever Congress decides and whatever the IRS tells us and this is what we have to pay and we just have to deal with it when we find out what what the taxes are that we owe. But the cool thing is, if we do some planning, we do have a little bit more control than we realize. We just have to do something about it.
0: Exactly. And, Jen, you took the words right out of my mouth when you said take control. That's step number one. Uh, We have control. And there's way more options now. Um, You know, when I started, I think the year I started was when the Roth IRA was invented. Oh, wow. Um, So there literally (laughs) wasn't even that option. And then it hasn't been that long we've had Roth 401Ks for those that are still working. There's so many more options out there. There's other uh, strategies that have tax advantages that are beyond those. And so the first step is taking control. And the second step that we always say is be proactive. And the example I would use there is think about when you're driving, you have the uh, windshield you're looking through when you're when you're seeing where you're going, but you also have your rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. Well, you your taxes you're doing today are kind of like looking in the rear view mirror. It's things that have already happened. What we want to do is we want to be looking out um, – we want to be looking out that that front window of the car. We want to be looking at the future and how do we help you be proactive with that planning so that, Five, 10, 15 years from now, you're paying way less income taxes. Uh, And we think that that could, it could literally be tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of a lifetime. Uh, And of course, you know, who wouldn't want to save that in income taxes? Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And so, Pat, aside from helping people with pension decisions, these would you rathers on pension decisions and taxes, what else can you do for retirees and pre retirees? Are there any other dilemmas (laughs) that we can walk people through here?
0: Well, I think, you know, two two things I would say, Jen, there's the finance part and then there's the real life part. And what I mean by that is I always like to say that I've always been the kind of numbers, you know, geeky, dorky guy, you know, crunching numbers on the spreadsheet. And I always thought in college that's how I was going to help people. And that does help people. You know, we can give you good financial strategies. We can help you build the income plan. We can help you invest properly and allocate your money properly so that you don't lose too much when the markets drop. And so it does create income for you. But ultimately, what we're trying to create and what I've learned uh, as a grown up doing this for 23 years, Jen, is it's all about giving you the peace of mind so that you can actually enjoy your retirement, so you can actually know when you can retire. That's where we know we've helped people and it's improved their lives. And that's what it's all about for us. If you don't have a partner like that, Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Our retirement planners are here to help you. The first step is a five-step retirement review. We offer that at absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call now to get started at 803 9 Retire.
1: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803 9 Retire. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rezac. We're glad you spent some time with us here today. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time.
5: Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.